Yo, welcome to the conversation. I'm Cameron, and this is the Anti-Social Experiment. And if you're wondering where I'm at, I'm at Southampton. Good old Southampton. Uh, that's in New York. For those of you who live in California, don't know where that is. <laughs> like, like me, I didn't know where that was to begin with. Um, but yeah, it's super nice here beautiful it's the water's way warmer than the pacific ocean uh it's just more lush you know it i don't know it california is so dry compared to everywhere else in the country it seems like california unless like i haven't been to any deserty areas that's why but it doesn't seem like there's any vegetation <laughs> I, I thought there was at first, but that was a, the sheltered mind of a Californian. Anyways, um, I the la- the latest game I went to was a Philadelphia Phillies game, and just a little brief touch up on that. It was cool. Citizens Bank Citizens Bank Park, that's what it's called. Um, got the fanatic, the Philly fanatic. Saw him. He was dancing, uh, but he only came out for like an inning. Now in my limited but still extensive experience at going to other stadiums the what's it called the mascots they come out and they and they'll like be active the whole game the philly fanatic he was like in a cart shooting out hot dogs from a gun <laughs> that was crazy <laughs> i don't know if they're real hot dogs but how, how the heck is that like a safety not a safety violation shooting a hot dog from a gun and then fans will catch it and they eat them i don't know don't you think like the chemicals like blasting the hot dog up there would would do something to a person i don't know and then he would get in the eighth inning and he'll have his like philly fanatic dance time and he'll do that in between the inning with these like um teletubby looking mascots too they have so many mascots there i think teams that aren't doing that hot they just try to add more mascots that way (laughs) um they'd get fans to come and support them and stuff which you know look if you look at the championship teams the yankees the dodgers the cardinals they they don't got masks they don't have mascots right you don't see, you don't see any mascots dancing around. The, the, the do the Mets have ma- a mascot? I, I think they do, right? I don't know. I I can't remember. I know the Marlins do. They have that like little fish that that just kills the Latina dance, Latino dance or whatever. The um, like the the shuffle salsa. He was killing it. It was it was kind of funny actually. <laughs> when I went over there, he's just showing up all the other mascots. He's like, "This is how we do it in Miami." Yeah, I'm getting off topic. Yeah, the uh, the park itself though was very. It was just cool to go there and see it. And as far as like wow factor, for me it was a good wow factor, but I could see it being like cozy for like philadelphia fans like the miamis and the 
the Kansas Cities and the St. Louis. No, not the St. Louis. Um, and the Atlantas are more of like the like fun land <laughs> stadiums where there's a lot going on and you could you could go all over the park. You have to go to the game like you have to go to like six or seven games to get the full park experience. Everything the park has to offer at those stadiums. But at the Phillies stadium, I, I think I got like a a good idea of the whole you know aura it's cool i mean, i i hate the phillies i mean like i love philadelphia i had a great time there i think it was one of like one of the top cities for me um up there with uh st louis houston and um Miami would I think Miami cracks it a little bit Atlanta my they're all fighting for like fourth Miami Atlanta and um and Kansas City they're all fighting for fourth but it goes Colorado St. Louis and Philadelphia I think for like top three they're all fighting for the top three too I can't I can't make up my mind I don't know I like them all for different reasons. Uh, oh, I didn't even think about Washington, D.C. That was sick, too. I think I like Philadelphia more. Washington, D.C., it seemed too touristy. Philadelphia seemed more, like, just, like, grounded and historic, you know? It's like where America was born. Sick. Um. Anyways... I don't like the Phillies because they they just destroy the Dodgers in the playoffs. They used to at least back in like 2008 when they had like three Cy Young winners on their team, and then they had like the two years where Ryan Howard was really good, Chase Utley was just in his prime, Shane Victorino was just being a menace, <laughs> and Carlos Ruiz had his like brief st- st- like stint where he was like tearing it up for them. That's, oh, you know, who was it? Was it Papelbon? Jonathan Papelbon was their closer, too. He's lights out. I think so, yeah. What happened to that guy? Does he still play? I haven't heard of him. I haven't heard from him since he got traded away from the Red Sox. Uh, I don't know. I gotta look it up later. Yeah. The stadium is splendid. Oh, little side note: the home button on my freaking phone doesn't work anymore. Uh, I'm wondering if that has to do with me going into the water with it, because it is waterproof. Am I right? But I think, I think the iPhones are actually splash-proof, and there's a difference between splash-proof and waterproof. But after getting out of the water today. It was working just fine, and just out of nowhere, stopped working. So freaking annoying. You know, the little things. It's like I can't feel a little click every single time I press on the freaking... It's, it's not broken. Like, the phone still works. It's just I don't feel the click anymore. It's annoying. Ugh. Um, Yeah, I was debating on getting a Philadelphia Phillies hat, like one of the old school ones with the stripes. But uh, I was looking it up, and the Pirates have one that's like just 
wet. So I'm going to wait till we get to Pittsburgh. We, I, I'm going to wait till I get to Pittsburgh and I'm going to get a hat there. Also, before I dive into what I want to talk about today, I'm going to put out a little tweet, a little tweet, tweet, um, poll, and it's going to be, what hat should I get? A Red Sox hat or a Yankees hat? It's going to be a day poll, and whoever wins, that's the one I'm going to get. I think it would be cool, you know, to do that. I want to get one of them, and it's like it's like the rivalry of history. There's no other bigger rivalry than Red Sox and Yankees. So, I don't know. I should have done this earlier. I should have done it earlier, and I should have had it last longer. And I should have advertised it more, but I just thought about it today. And I'm going to the Yankees game on the 25th. So, if you're listening to this, go to my Twitter. It's uh, My Twitter handle is at SuperCanB13. And vote now. But if you're like any sane person, <laughs> you're probably listening to this like maybe a day or two um, old. And by that time, the poll's over, you know? So like if that's the case, then um, then d- just disregard everything I just said. Okay. So we're in Philadelphia. And I like to do a lot of people seeing, like people watching, not people seeing. That's weird people watching and it's part of it's part of traveling is you want to understand what the culture is like in the city that you're in you want to see how the people act what is acceptable what's not acceptable and i noticed um that on all the all the tourist attractions that we go to the majority of people are like from foreign countries and I would understand if it was like New York or if it was like like a beach here, like Miami or I don't know, something something attractive to a foreign country. But to go to Philadelphia, like where America started, that I feel like that would be more of like an American tourist thing, not a foreigner tourist thing like from I don't know some like European country or a Middle Eastern country or India or I or J- Japan or you know I, I feel like why would you want to be interested in that why would you come to Philadelphia of all places if you're going to come to America to see how the nation was born like what does it matter it's it's not relevant to you like I it hit the the, the tour hit me because it's like dang this is my country I'm learning more about my country. This is awesome. But if I went to Europe and I went to England and instead of going and seeing Big Ben and all the other like England things, I went to like the the city where England was born and it's like a small city. <laughs> I would I would not go there. I wouldn't spend the money to travel to that city. I would spend the money to travel to whatever the freaking coolest thing in london would be okay but what does that say more about does that say more about the american people or does that say more about foreigners like are 
Americans, they, do we not care about taking vacations to where everything started? Philadelphia? Are we more concerned about traveling elsewhere that like are we more concerned are we are we less concerned of traveling to where it all started than foreigners are like it seems like people who aren't even from here care more about america and how it got started than actual americans (laughs) is it because we already know what happened maybe i don't know could but then again, do you think foreigners are traveling to Philadelphia to learn when they could just read or Google it? No, they want to see it. So, does that say that we don't care? Or does that say that Europeans care more about that kind of stuff? Like like an abnormally amount of caring. Hmm. I'm going to go with the Americans are don't care. <laughs> I think I think the Europeans and the foreigners have the the proper amount of caring for that kind of stuff and we just we just don't care. We just care about now. We don't care about learning history and respecting uh where we came from and all that stuff we just care about like hey let's let's get drunk and go swimming <laughs> that sounds like a good vacation yeah i don't know you know another place that we went to is uh the eastern penitentiary in philadelphia and it's it's either the oldest or the second oldest uh, penitentiary still standing in America and I learned a lot there it was cool I initially I was kind of like my dad mentioned it and he's like hey we should go and I was like hey who cares about this place <laughs> I wasn't really on board but but I it's kind of like a compromise thing like you you gotta you gotta give in order f- for you to take so I really want to go to Patty's pub so instead of fighting him on the Eastern Penitentiary like visit, I was like, "Yeah, that's cool. Let's just go to Patty's Pub then tonight, and then we'll go there tomorrow." And it's like, boom, boom, win, win. Anyways, we go and dude, it was cool. It was sick. I learned a lot. Like, pen, like uh, punishment. It 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 opened my eyes on capital punishment, honestly. Because the system used to be humiliation, physical violence, um, you know, tar and feathering. And this penitentiary really opened up the doors to a correctional facility rather than a punishment system that we put in place in America. So the whole idea around the penitentiary was that we put criminals in isolation so that they can reflect on what they did and grow into functional citizens in society. Now, they they never kept track of of how the criminals um would, you know, flourish after their their uh time in prison. So they didn't know if it worked or not, but like, you know, I find that isolation. I talked about this in podcast in a podcast before. 
but I found that isolation was, um, you know, good for understanding who you are as a person because uh, instead of being the mean of your friends, you're you because you're like you're there's no outside influence shaping you you're, you're just kind of like doing what you feel like is coming out from your body <laughs> um yeah so maybe these people who get locked up this is what they're thinking maybe these people who get locked up are just around bad influence so if they stay in isolation for a couple years they reconnect with their you know functional self and uh they go out and they do it they do it in the society sorry it's a little late so i'm a little uh i'm dragging but anyways going back to the prison there's like no talking amongst prisoners it was insane it's like it was like solitary confinement basically so i don't agree with that but the museum or the the place had like a little exhibit and it was talking about american prisons today and they're showing some stats and the the rates between um violent crimes and non-violent crimes they're showing the stats from 1970s to currently and the rates of violent crimes stay the same but the non-violent crimes were way significantly higher um now than they were back in the day and this was looking at um the rates of imprisoned people for violent crimes and non-violent crimes so people were in prison for violent crimes like the same number of people in the 70s and now but for non-violent crimes the the stuff went way up and i don't know what's considered a non-violent crime or what's considered a violent crime but the way that they were painting it was like drug possession um like uh i don't know robbery or something like that or uh i don't i don't even know they 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 focused on the drug thing the biggest like why are we locking up people who like are in possession of drugs when like there's an overpopulation and and prisons don't the prisons like separate families and people who have fathers in prison are more likely to be like messed up and and also lead of a life of crime and I agree with that. I really do. So here's the dilemma, though. The law is the law. And if you break the law, we want to trust that there's some sort of justice in our system that we can uphold to. So um, the regulations imposed by the government, um, they increased the enforcement of the law and they also increased sentences and punishments so like instead of like a slap on the wrist you get like a year in jail or something the 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 punishments went up so how do we 
how do we judge how do we base our punishments so that the right people are in jail and um we we like make we get to like turn those people who are in jail if they ever are to get released into functioning citizens and we could also decline the crime or decrease the crime rate because the crime rates stayed around the same but we're just imprisoning more people so it's not working the the whole point was so we could try to lower crime rates by making punishments severe and um being strict but it, the crime rates are the same. It's just we have more people in jail now, and that's more money out of our pockets. Like, we don't want to be paying that. So there's four basic ways. They, they have this in the exhibit. Four basic ways in which you can inflict punishment for a crime. Retribution, deterrence, rehab rehabilitation, and incapacitation. Incapacitation. Sorry, I struggled through that. Retribution. That's not even cl close to the answer. <laughs> Basically, it's if like you commit a crime, the victim can either choose to um, like inflict the same amount of pain on the person who committed the crime or like, you know, it's like an eye for an eye, basically. So if and if you kill somebody then um, the victim's family can choose whether you, they could kill you. <laughs> and countries do that. Countries have that system in place, like all the Middle Eastern countries. But still, that's terrifying. What if, you know how many crimes are like falsely justified in America? Can you imagine getting wrongly accused of killing someone and then the family like, yeah, we want him dead. Or, or, or like, get wrongly accused of beating someone up, and then that person just chooses to freaking unleash hell on you. <laughs> You're just getting beat up for no reason. That would suck. That would, absolutely, that's not the that's not the answer. I don't. Violence just leads to more violence. You know. Okay, deterrence. Deterrence is what we do. Deterrence is basically putting a punishment in place. To deter people from committing the crime um, rehabilitation is something that's very popular in Germany I think it's either Germany or Sweden I can't really remember exactly where it was but um, what that does is people who break the law they go into centers and instead of being incarcerated you're like being taught how to be a functioning member of society um it's kind of like a college for criminals and um they they don't dress you up in the jail garments you um you get to see your family it's like basically like forced school for criminals and when you're ready to come back into society as a functioning member you go back and it's like okay cool you did your time <laughs> except it was like free college <laughs> for for breaking the law i don't know how i feel about that there's there's a part of me that i like i like that criminals are trying to get 
like we're trying to make criminals into better people i like that aspect of it but at the same time it's like okay my life kind of sucks i'm just gonna commit a crime and then hopefully they'll help me out <laughs> right maybe that's just the pessimistic talking in me i feel like that's i feel like there's like 50 percent, 60 percent of people that would see that especially if you're like doing really bad like you're on drugs or something that's where your mind goes you're like how can i beat the system let's try to beat the system by committing crimes and that way they can try to spend all this money on me to get me a job and stuff and then i could just ride that out no that's not how it works buddy okay that's not how it works you figure it out on your own because you got yourself in this. no i'm just kidding people sometimes people need help but yeah that's enough of that and then incapacitation is just solitary confinement take all the bad guys and just put them away and they're just done they're just no more no more bad guys they're gone all right you're you're a bad guy okay we'll never see you again okay we don't need you you're gonna rot in prison <laughs> uh, what do we do what do we do what do we do about this America this is a problem you know why this is a problem because people are in jail right now when they could be with their families with their daughters this, this is what Obama said I saw in the video people are in prison right now when they could be fathers contributing members of society now that's that's a terrible Obama impersonation I I used to be able to do a pretty good one but the talent has left me really any talent when it comes to impersonations is is kind of gone unless it's it has to be on the fly impersonation of someone i hang out with often and it has to be like a one sentence thing like and it it it's involved with like hand motions and body movement and only in that can i do an impersonation but what's the answer? Is it... It's not retribution. I think it's a mix of deterrence, rehabilitation, and incapacitation. I think what we need to do as a country, I think we need to come together and decide what what's what you know if someone is gonna commit a violent crime i feel like that person is no longer safe to have in society they are if i i don't want to be walking in a street where i'm afraid that someone who is willing and capable of violence is gonna attack me at any moment because they're not getting locked up they're just getting a slap on the wrist i don't like that but at the same time, I also don't like how there could be someone who is on drugs right now and not in their right mind, and they can also do something maybe violent, potentially. But I feel like people who are with drugs and possession of drugs would use the... Um, they would use the uh, what's it called the courses 
um, the rehabilitation, they would they would use that better than the the violent ones. The violent ones, they just they're just violent, you know. I don't know. This is why I'm not president. <laughs> I don't. It you know, and the sad thing is that this won't be an issue unless someone makes a big deal about it. We're never going to hear about the the jail problem in the Trump administration unless we, the people, come together and have our voices be heard. You know? Even though it's such an issue, as uh, exhibited by this exhibit. And it's it's like one of the biggest reasons, in my opinion, why crime stays the same amount even though we're increasing the amount of people in jail, it's because the people in jail, their families are are getting into crime because they don't have a family anymore. You're taking away the family from them. Yeah, that's all I gotta say about it. Uh, We're running out of time, but man, that's a good dilemma, huh, Cameron? Wow, great podcast, Cameron. (laughs) Thank you random girl I don't know why does that have to be a girl it could be a guy too with a very high voice I don't know I feel like I ramble and I feel like I talk really fast do you guys understand me click yes if you understand me or just don't click anything yeah what are you gonna do huh you're going to click or you're not going to click because there's no no option there's just a yes or watch the screen okay this conversation's over have a nice weekend everybody